We headed up a short flight of stairs into a living room. It was dark, but light came in from outside, and I could see a couch and two leather chairs and feel a rug underfoot. Thanks for calling out to me and letting the dog in, I said to the kid's back. He was standing off to the side of a window and glancing nervously out the window. No problem, he said, bending down to peer out the window. Who was after me out there, I asked, sliding out of my backpack. It landed with a heavy thud on the living room floor, and I felt suddenly giddy from a feeling of weightlessness and the release of pressure off my spine. You tell me, he said, turning from the window to look at me. I don't know. I was up on 81, and they started shooting at us. I'm Xavier, the kid said to me, his arm extended. We shook hands. I'm Yuli, I said. Yuli, that's a strange name, he said, heading to a window on the other side of the house and staring out from the side. Xavier isn't exactly normal, either, I said. Maybe not. Thing is, we need to plan real quick in case they come in. You have a shotgun. Is it loaded? I nodded, forgetting he couldn't see me so well in the unlit room. Is it loaded, he asked again, not hiding the irritation in his voice. Yeah, I checked it. Six plus one in the chamber. Good, because all I have is a crossbow. I have like 50 arrows, but that's all we got to defend us until we get creative. Maybe we'll find something in the house. Don't you live here, I asked? No, he said, smiling at me. I just got here. I was going to ask him to explain when we heard a heavy thump on the front door, which was only about 10 feet away since the house is a split level, basically three main levels. Family room and bathroom downstairs, living room, dining room, and kitchen on the main floor, and bedroom on the third. Standing in the dark, alone with some kid in a strange house with crazy people trying to get in to kill me made me feel like, a, like I could throw up and stop breathing all at the same time. Not a good feeling at all. I looked over at Xavier, and he put his finger to his lips. But I didn't have to be told to be quiet, because all I was thinking of was how we should have spent the last five minutes barricading the doors. The dog growled deep and low in his chest as he stared at the door. With a surge of courage or desperation, I'm not sure. Even before it crashed against the door, I started moving, hustling up the steps to the third level as books thundered onto the floor. Xavier actually beat me up the steps with the dog right behind me as the shooting started. Shots came through the front door, but I knew they would have to shoot through about a thousand-pound barricade of hardbound volumes in the oak bookcase itself. Xavier was breathing hard when he said, Good idea, but give me some warning first. I looked at him and nodded, but I couldn't speak. I was so hyped up on adrenaline and fear. I looked down the steps for my signs, for any signs of them coming in, but couldn't see anything. When I turned around, Xavier was gone. So was the dog. I wanted to freak out, but I headed into the first bedroom and saw Xavier notching an arrow as he stood to the side of the window, peering out. We were above and off to the right of the front door from where we stood in the bedroom. Xavier nodded for me to open the window, which seemed like a bad idea, but I liked the idea of waiting for them to come and get us even less. So I pushed it open fast, all the way up, and ducked back as he popped out of the window and let one fly like he had done it a thousand times. Just as fast he was back in and hauling but for the bedroom door. I thought I heard a grunt from outside as I took off after him. The shots came again through the window and the walls from outside on the front lawn, close to the house. But they were wild, disappearing into the ceiling. The dog was already standing safely in the hall, staring at the steps for the front door. I think you got him, I said. I know I got him, Xavier said, trying to contain a smile. Maybe they'll, they'll go away, I said, hopefully. Xavier shook his head and said grimly, I don't think so. They'll keep coming, no matter what. You know something, I said. I have my theories, Xavier said. Right now, we need your shotgun. I left it downstairs, leaning against my backpack right before I knocked over the bookcase. Going back downstairs seemed like a crazy idea. It was dark, and I knew they were just on the other side of the door. If nothing more eager to get in now that one of them had an arrow sticking in him. Come with me, boy, I said to the dog, stepping toward the stairs. He stepped forward and cocked his head to the side like he was listening. Dogs can hear things we can't. 
I know that much. So I shut up and let him listen. He straightened his head and quietly whined. I didn't like standing there at the top of the steps, waiting for them to make the next move, like sitting ducks. I took a step forward and the dog leaned on me, hard. He was so big I had to step to the side. I heard a creak in the board coming from somewhere below, and I imagined them getting in through a window or door, sneaking up through the house to come and kill us. Crack! I heard the unmistakable sound of wood giving way to brute force, followed by the broken glass breaking into small pieces on the floor. They kicked in the door. I froze for a moment while the dog leaned back and then launched himself into the air, clearing ten steps like a crazed beast, then turning hard to the left toward the kitchen. We hadn't thought about the kitchen door. Bestial growls and sorrows came next, but no voices, except for a couple of low groans followed by gurgling that lasted for an agonizing minute. Someone or something was dying. I knew that much. Then I heard something heavy thud and clang on the floor. All I wanted to do was help the dog at that point. I made it down the first two steps before I felt two hands on my shoulders whipping me backward. He can take care of himself, Xavier hissed into my ear. Come on, he said, pulling me back upstairs into the bedroom where we ready more arrows. We headed back into the hallway and set up an ambush in a bedroom at the back of the house directly across from those stairs about 15 feet away. We waited in the bedroom with only, with only our faces peeking around the door, staring at the stairs, waiting for them to start shooting or come up the steps. I tried to breathe quietly like you have to do when you're playing hide and seek, but I felt like I had a microphone right in front of my face I was so loud. Downstairs, it was real quiet. Suddenly, the dog was up the steps in two lunges before we knew he was even coming, and I felt a thrill of relief. He came right to me in the dark like I had a beacon over my head, even though I had been hiding behind the wall. No doubt dogs see things we can't. He looked at my hand. What do you think? Xavier asked in a low whisper, never taking his eyes off the steps. I'm thinking they're gone, I said. Maybe, Xavier said. Why don't you go down there and check? I looked over at him, his teeth gleaming as he broke into a smile. You first, I said. Let's wait a while. We can't go down right now. Why don't you get some sleep in one of those beds behind us, and I'll take first watch with your dog. I looked down at the watch on my wrist and was surprised to see it was nearly 1 o'clock a.m. I completely lost track of time and wasn't going to argue with his offer. Wake me up in an hour or two, I told him, sitting and up and stepping over to one of the two twin beds in the nearest bedroom. Okay, Xavier said. Hey, what's your dog's name? Hmm, uh, him? His name is Finn McCool, I told him, never having thought about it. Cool name, Xavier said. I was too tired to talk anymore. As I laid down, I remember smiling to myself. Satisfied, the name of the legendary Irish giant had come to me so quick. It was the perfect name for the dog, and best of all, I believed he was mine. I don't think I had another thought after that. My body and mind completely exhausted by fear and excitement and adrenaline and fatigue. Fact was, it had been the absolute craziest few days of my life. It was a good thing I didn't know how much crazier it would become because I couldn't have handled that.